Maybe then you can see me and I can see you Maybe then we'll come together as a people Tired of the pain cause it ain't new Let's come together as a people Even if we don't share the same view Welcome to the Jesus and Everything Foundation podcast. On this show, we look at all problems affecting the world and we discuss how we can solve them using the character of Jesus, unity, and decentralization of resources available to us. The character of Jesus, or as I like to call them, the Jesus character principles, are principles that whether you are a Christian or not, we can all agree on these principles. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. For every episode, we discuss a problem topic from our category list. You can find this list on the Foundation's website, jaef.foundation. We ask ourselves and listeners, what is the goal? What is the vision for this problem category? What are the potential solutions? What are the obstacles? What resources do we need? And what resources do we have? But most importantly, do these solutions and resources pass the character test? The nine Jesus character principles? If yes, then we move on to collaboration. What does this look like? This show is a platform to get the ball rolling on as many problems affecting the world as we can. We want to go beyond just talking about problems. So after the show, we collaborate by acting. First, we open the discussion floor to our listeners. Then we decentralize and open source all of our resources from brain power, manpower, utilities to capital. Before every episode, I like to ask our viewers and listeners, do you ever ask yourself, where are we going? Where is this world going? Time keeps on ticking, the day ends, a new dawn arises, and life goes on. But what is our destination? Do we have any global objectives that unite us when it comes to things like food, security, healthcare, education, or standard of living? It's a fair question to ask. If you work for a company or work for yourself, you have a general idea about your company's vision. Goal. So what is our goal, our overarching vision as the current residents of this planet? What role is your company, your city, your country playing in the big picture? And what role are you who's listening to this playing in this big picture? tuning in to the pre-show. Welcome to this episode of the JAEF podcast, the JF podcast, the Jesus and Everything Foundation podcast. Now, I have actually been inspired by the title, as ironic as that sounds, as the title of this podcast 
to kick off for 2024 with Jesus as the foundation. Now, the podcast is called the J-A-E-F uh, podcast, the Jesus and Everything Foundation podcast, uh, where we try to have Jesus be the foundation or look at our world through the lens of Jesus Christ. I mean, why wouldn't you look through the lens of someone that is before all things, that created the world? Why wouldn't you consult such a person? And for that, I have a scripture, a scripture that says, this is about Jesus. And hear about the existence of everything in this world, this planet, the universe, the galaxies, science, physics, medicine, name it. It was all created by Jesus. Well, you might say, where is that in the scriptures? Now, I'm going according to the scriptures, but hear me out. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15 says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. It says, For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. Wow. Listen to this. It says, For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And you who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded, and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard which is preached to every creature under heaven of which i paul became a minister hallelujah so why not be why not start out 2024 with he that is with he that has preeminence you see Everything that is happening, one of the attributes of God is his omnipot, uh, his not just omnipotent but omniscient. It talks about all knowing. So it says, before time began, it says in the beginning, meaning there was a time of existence before time. Time became a construct, almost like a scale that was inserted into uh, eternity, into an eternal God who lives outside of time. Time was inserted as a scale, almost as a as train tracks for this dimension of existence to occur. But at the end of this all, if you read the book of Revelation, when the end comes, 
after this chapter, this dispensation of existence is wrapped up in the new heaven and new earth, time, the time fabric is pulled out of our existence and we go on to live into eternity with God. And guess who? Jesus is the preeminence. Most people try wrestle with this um, uh, conception of the Trinity. There's actually, the Bible never talks about a Trinity, but Jesus talking to Philip, Philip, one of his disciples say to him in John chapter 14, that show us the father and it suffices us. Jesus said, Philip, have I been so long with you that you do not know me? I tell you, therefore, from now on that you have seen him, you have heard him and seen him. And I was having this conversation with someone and I was like, okay, Jesus, as the scripture says, is the bodily manifestation of a God we could have never seen. Because Jesus himself told his disciples, no man has seen God or heard God. Because God dwells, the scripture says, in unapproachable light. But when God decided to create mankind, he had to release a dimension of himself that man could relate to. So he released a person of Jesus Christ. So Jesus is the face. So in Jesus dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Before the bodily manifestation of Jesus, it says in the beginning was the Word. The Word was God, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He, this is pretty cool, um, just listen to this. John chapter 1, because this is also kind of where uh, our last episode started. John, uh, our previous episode, John chapter 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. But listen to this, what we always miss. It says, verse 2, He was in the beginning with God. He who? The Word of God was in the beginning with God. But you see, it personifies the Word. He was in the beginning. It tells us who was in the beginning. It says, the Word. But in verse 2, it just says, he was in the beginning with God. Meaning the word of God is a person. And when this, when this personality decided to manifest, it put on flesh in the form of man. That's why Jesus, when he walks on the earth, he called himself son of man to start. And then the spirit of God came and said upon him and said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. So son of God, son of man. Now, why wouldn't it be to our advantage to look at how this man, son of God, son of man, how he dealt with some of the beginnings? Because, you know, it's 2024. One of the things we, we talked about in the previous episode was this. We're going to run into a lot of unknowns in, in this year. You know, 2024, a year full of unknowns. You and I are going to trade in, un, you know, Chartered territory. We've never been there before. You know, we haven't yet even gotten a feel. You know, this is how 2020 was. We started off and we were like, well, here comes another year. And boom, March, we heard of this thing called COVID. Next thing we know, the whole world is running into lockdown. So how do we prepare for a journey that we've never been on? That's why I was inspired to look into some of the beginnings of scripture 
to draw you and I into walking into some spiritual insight of how the beginnings, what were the ingredients in the beginnings of the beginnings that we see in scripture? These two places really where you see these words, are these probably other places, but the ones of emphasis that I want to draw attention to is in the book of Genesis and then in the book of John. And that's where we started off yesterday. And it's very clear to me that if we go, come with me to the book of Genesis. Let us first go there and then we shall come back. So in the book of Genesis, you'll see an ingredient that God brings to the scene. Something he calls onto the scene in the midst of darkness. It's the same thing that we see in the book of John, the gospel of John. And let's look at it. Genesis chapter 1, it talks about in the beginning God created the heaven and the heavens and the earth. Okay. Thank you. It says the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. Wow. Darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Now, that darkness there is not only you see, when scripture talks about the ingredient that the first thing is that is called onto the scene to deal with darkness, the scripture says, verse 2, verse 3, Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Now, when you read this, you might think that it's talking about um, visual light. But that's not the kind of light that it's talking about. And which means the darkness that it's talking about is not a visual darkness or a darkness that obstructs your visual sight. No, it's a darkness that talks about the unknown, that talks about um, uh, uh, forces against you. Because the light of the sun that what I'm what I'll call that visual light doesn't come onto the scene until day number four. You know, day number four is when um, we, we see uh, the 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 sun, the moon, the stars being created. So the darkness that we're talking about here is the unknown. Is Forces of resistance. And, and so the first thing that God calls on the scene, he says, let there be light. Now, if we quickly uh, run some parallels, we see the same ingredient. So God said, let there be light. What kind of light was this? Well, the Gospel of John, where we, we, we just read, tells us what was this light. So in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Then it says, He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life. Listen. And the life was the light of man. Wow. It says, the life 
was the light of men. That is very interesting. So then he says, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. That is beautiful. So, evidently, the light that we're talking about in Genesis chapter 1 was a type of life that came onto the scene. Now, it would be this uh, foundation of a light that contains life in it that became the sustenance for all of creation. In fact, that light is the light from which the sunlight, the moon and stars also get their sustenance. So when he says here, in him was life and the life was the light of man. So light is life and life is light. Okay. It says, and this light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. That's what happened. So you see, God called light out of darkness, the power of, of, of the light of God, the light of Jesus. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Is that it's a light that shines out of darkness. Meaning in an area, and, 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 and in fact, if you read that, it's almost, it, it is referencing to what happened at the beginning of creation because here he says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness does not comprehend it. That is very powerful. Let's think about that. Let me take a sip of a warm beverage that I'm having here. And by the way, I've adopted this thing of playing music in the background. Um, you're always welcome to give me feedback. I hope it does not um, take away from, from the words. I try to keep it low, but I just kind of like the ambience. I just want to, you know, just really have a laid back ambience. So this is interesting. It says, the light shines out of darkness and the darkness does not comprehend it. Hmm. You see, so many things have started to, um, it's almost like the Holy Spirit has started to, has really challenged my thinking over the last six months. And that was the, that was the uh, premise of, of our 2023 roundup series, which is really awesome. I encourage you to go back and listen to it is to start looking at the words we see in scripture, not just linearly, but to start reading them with some scriptural, spiritual structure, to start attaching structure to it. So when you look at this statement, the light shines in the darkness or out of the darkness, and the darkness does not comprehend it. It means these a life force that in the midst of darkness, through the power, through the knowledge of how Jesus created the universe, that the reason as to why light can always shine out of the darkness, it means that if you're trapped inside darkness, you don't need light to come from the outside in, but 
there is a power source in Jesus that if he's if he is in a dark situation, he does not need external help. Because the scripture says, out of your belly flows. It means there's a life force in him that in any moment that you put Jesus in, he will come out of it because light shines in the darkness. And that's exactly what happened in the beginning of creation. Darkness was there and God said, let there be light. And when the light shined, the darkness was asking itself and saying, I thought I have the upper hand. How can this guy shine out of me? I thought I was, I thought I was all encompassing. I thought I had engulfed this situation. You see, this is very key. This starts to change uh, as believers of Christ. Because let's first go to Colossians. And I see why, and, and I tell you why this is very important. In Colossians, where we just read about Jesus having created all things, being the preeminence and all of that. There's a statement that is made in there. And this is the statement. Colossians chapter 1, we read all the way, you know, we, we read from verse 15 all the way previously to 24, 23, talking about how he created all things, anything that ever existed, heaven, earth, being underneath the earth. But listen to this. It says, I now rejoice in my sufferings right that's what he says i now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of christ for the sake of his body which is the church he says of which i became a minister according to the stewardship from god which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of god the mystery this is the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. To them God will to make known what are the riches of the glory of this ministry, of this mystery among the Gentiles. What is this mystery? Which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Wow. Christ in you, the hope of glory. That is beautiful and that is powerful. Because what that is telling me is that it's saying that for as long as Christ is in me, that, that light can shine out of any dark situation. I don't know if you, I, I, I just let you simmer on that that light can shine out of any dark situation. In him was the light, and the light was the life of man. It is very hard for us to understand how a lot of these spiritual principles work. But one of the things that I'm not going to allow myself to do is not to use the weapons just because I may not fully understand 
how two and two add up to be four. So if I'm created in the image of God and God called light in the midst of darkness and the light shines out of the light shines in darkness and the darkness does not comprehend it. It means by faith, I can do the same. By faith. Now these principles as to why light that's just how you know god created it that in any situation where you're surrounded with darkness as long as you have christ in you the hope of glory the spirit of god dwelling in you you should be able to come out of that situation because there is in you a power source that will trigger off a light and that light will always be able to shine in darkness Darkness cannot stop light from shining. It doesn't matter how great the darkness is. If you light a small candle in a tunnel, it may not be able to light up the whole tunnel, but it will still give light to your surroundings. So, how, how do we... This is this is something to have in our toolbox. I, I believe this is something that you can start praying about and saying, Lord, light be, light be, light be, light be. And the light will come. And that light comes with the life source in it that brings back dead situations, that resurrects the dead, that resurrects dead things. Yes, it can resurrect not just physically dead things, dead people. Yes, it's scriptural, resurrection of the dead. Now, you may not believe it, but it's, it's in scripture. But what I'm saying, this light has a life source in it that can resurrect any dead situation. And it can illuminate us as we saw John through a year that we have never, ever uh, been in, in, you know, we've never been in 2024, uncharted waters for all of us. So we're going to have to lean on light. And one of the things that the, the, the Holy Spirit has really brought to my attention is to use the vocabulary of heaven is to use the vocabulary of scripture. As long as it feels dark around you, if you call for light, there's a certain light that shows up and manifests. And it starts to push back the darkness. So, Light B should be a vocabulary, should be on the tip of your tongue for 2024 as you journey forward. Incorporate it into your prayer life, into um, your lingo. You know, light B through January, light B through February, light B through March. 
you start to speak and send this entity, this personality called light, and it starts to lay the train tracks for your train that is coming from January into Feb, into March, all the way to December. So we see that happen at the beginning of creation. And the premise is that this was a mystery that was hidden from the foundation of the world, that in a human being, Christ could be hidden. God could be in a person through his spirit and Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in us, you and I, the hope of glory. The mystery which was hidden from the ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. To them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you and I. Wow. But remember, the reason why Christ in us can shine light, shine us light into, into any dark situation is because he has preeminence before all things. Because for by him, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. That's why when you have him, a light can shine. So there's a lot of, uh, 2024 is, we're going to be journeying into uncharted territories. I think the theme, the running theme from January to December will be to cause you to start speaking like heaven does, to start praying like heaven does, but to start thinking like heaven does, to start thinking every time in, in a spiritual sense more than a natural sense. That is the mandate that I feel has been given to me for 2024, is for us to come to appreciate and to understand that spiritual realities are around us all the time and that they have more influence on the natural realm than we imagine, than we, than we think. That just because we don't see them through our natural eyes, they're just on a different frequency, the same way you, don't, you cannot see radio waves, but they exist. So that is the objective. Let there be light. So the first thing that uh, the, the, the first, one of the first things that, that we're laying, we're laying ground for is we're going to start thinking spiritually, speaking spiritually, but thinking spiritually. And so when we read scripture, and I'll keep mentioning this, this, this over and over again, is one of the things that I always that, that I said to share with people I fellowship with, I told them that the Bible is not written just how it reads, but how it works. Now, on top of that, is the words we read in scripture, this this for us they're just 
we read them as words, but these are actually spiritual. This is spiritual matter that has been brought down into a level of communication that we may understand through our vernacular, but it does not fully come with the three dimension attached to it or the infinite dimension attached to it in the spirit realm. So let us, and I think sometimes we dumb down the gospel too much that we forget that we lose, uh, there's an aspect of its power. Now, it should be simple to understand, but we should still call things how scripture calls them because there's a reason why scripture calls them that way. So God said, let there be light. He saw darkness around him. And the type of light that manifested knew exactly that it was the type of light to manifest and shine in proportion to the darkness that was around it. So there's a financial light that needs to shine in a financial darkness. There's a, there's a healing light that can shine out of a sickness darkness. There's a, a gamut of praise that can shine inside a spirit of heaviness. The light will know, light has been coded, that if you're in a certain darkness, if you call for light, a specific light to cure the darkness is the one that will shine. So let's go back to the Gospel of John. We're looking at the two areas of beginnings and we're looking at the key ingredients that God called onto the scene with these two darknesses. In Genesis chapter one, we saw a darkness of the universe and everything. In John, we see the darkness that is spoken about here was the darkness of the heart of man. Because it says in John chapter one, verse six, says there was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light. Wow. That all through him might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. And what did this light do? It says that was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. So any man entering into the world needs light. You and I entering into 2024, we need light. And the scripture is telling us that there is a true light which gives light to you and I coming into the world of 2024. Wow. And 
Listen to what this light did. It says, he was in the world and the world was made through him. And the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the rights to become children of God or sons of God to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So it's very interesting that, okay, so we've now known that in the beginning was the word and this word was him and he was God and he was in the, he was the word and the word was God and he was in the beginning with God. Now it talks about that in him, this person was life and this life was the light of man. So when he comes and says he was in the world, that means this light, which is the life of man was in the world. The world did not receive him and the world did not know him him and all and and this this aspect of the light which had life was in him so the world did not know him if he didn't know him he didn't know what was in him right but as many as received him that means if you receive him you receive his light and his life he gave the rights to become children of God or sons of God. He gave the authority. But it's interesting. He says, those who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Wow. So, you and I need light. So you may not understand how to use this principle, but it's simple. We're entering 2024 and you now need to start to speak light ahead of you. You need to start. The scripture says in James chapter one, verse five, that if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives all men liber liberally and upbraideth not. James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. So, if you feel at least I feel that I need light because of the unknown waters that I'm going to be trading in 2024, chatting in 2024. I'm going to be calling for light because in this light is a life source that I need to overcome the darkness of 2024. I want you to start thinking of that. I want you to start using the vocabulary of heaven. You may not understand how this is, but if God in the midst of darkness said, light be, at least I can start to pray the prayer and say, Lord, send me light today. Light be into this day. Illuminate my eyes, illuminate my mind, illuminate my heart illuminate my body. I need light and life. 
because where I'm going, I have never been. And I can only go as far as I can see. And this light can illuminate you on different wavelengths. It can illuminate you spiritually. It can illuminate you emotionally. It can illuminate you mentally. It can even illuminate you physically. It can illuminate you financially. It can illuminate your marriage. Anything that you're doing, you need light. You and I need light. And that's something that we should be clamoring for in this 2024, especially at the beginning. I'm just going to leave you with that. I'm going to leave you with that. Think about it. Do you need light? I know I need a lot of light. I know that I need a lot of light. There's another scripture that talks about um, this dimension of light. Let me find it here. Wow. Maybe I'll leave you with this. Just one more thing. It says, this is from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse, I'll start from verse 15. It says, which he will manifest, wow, in his own time. He who is the blessed and only potentate the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, who alone has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen nor can see, to whom be honor and everlasting power. Amen. So we're asking for a light that is inexhaustible, an inexhaustible light. You and I are gonna need light and a lot of it. So once again, this was episode two of our 2024 year kickoff on the JAEF podcast, the Jesus and Everything Foundation podcast. As I always like to close out, with a benediction, he's the one for today. Now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And I appeal to you, brethren, bear with the word of exhortation. Greet all those who rule over you and all the saints. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen.
Thank you for tuning in. This is episode two of our 2024 year kickoff. Your host for today was Calvin Kabanda. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. Deliver us, Lord, Lord.